Hey, 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 everyone. Hope everyone is good. Hope everyone is well. Hope that, you know, in the last couple of weeks, you have done some relaxation exercises. You've gotten yourself together. You learned a few things and things for you are getting better. For this episode, I want to do maybe, you know, a small educational component in it. And I want to talk about something that happens more often than we think it does. Many of you have experienced it and many of you have heard of it. And if you haven't encountered this, this could be informative for you and also for a friend that may come to you about this issue. It is a biggie. Um, It can go from something mild to something very uh, extensive. It can roll into stalking and violence. And I want to equip you with some information so that you can be more aware and also know what to do if this happens to you. So let's get into it. I got a scenario for you. Okay, so I made up some some names, but the scenario is something that a lot of people have experienced. Tiffany has recently began employment at a local hospital as a nurse. She there encounters Dave, a fellow nurse known for his charisma and his good looks. They formed an immediate connection due to his mutual interest and his sense of humor. Tiffany is consistently included in conversations and activities at work due to Dave's apparent attentiveness and concern for her. As their companionship progresses, Dave exhibits unexpected displays of affection towards Tiffany. He lavishes her with compliments in his daily texts, telling her how fortunate he is to have met her and how much he appreciates spending time with her. Tiffany feels happy and noticed and is flattered by the attention. But as their companionship develops, Dave shows extravagant gestures. Tiffany is greeted each morning with her favorite coffee, and he gives an extended offer to assist her with non-work-related responsibilities. Tiffany feels supported as she recognizes Dave's sincerity in his actions and words. And honestly, Tiffany is captivated by Dave's disposition and authentic curiosity regarding her. And she is excited to be involved with a man who presents himself as romantic and begins to develop feelings for him. And she envisions a future together with Dave. But over time, Tiffany begins to notice differences in Dave's behavior. As he becomes possessive and envious, the nature takes hold and he begins to scrutinize her and demands that they spend more time together. Tiffany begins to doubt the sincerity of his affection and his constant desire for attention that suffocates her. When trying to communicate her concerns with Dave, he disregards her, telling her that she is quite paranoid and thinking way too hard about his affections for her. So to regain control of the relationship, he intensifies his love bombing strategies by giving her an excessive amount of affection and attention. Tiffany overcome with guilt and uncertainty tells her concerns to her best friend who tells her to maintain a professional distance from him after she believes Dave is being manipulative behind his actions. What Tiffany is experiencing is a term called love bombing. Let's get into it.
People, you know, often use love bombing in relationships. And this is where one person shows way too much attention, flattery, you know, excessive love to their partner in order to control or manipulate their feelings. And the idea behind love bombing is to show someone a lot of love and care, like dropping emotional bombs on them, thus love bombing. And during this stage, you know, the person who is love bombing may show their partner a lot of love through big gestures, constant contact, expensive gifts, and their personal declarations of love. But this sudden and intense show of love can make the person receiving it feel good and validated, making them feel unique and deeply wanted. Though love bombing isn't real love, it's a trick that manipulators use to take advantage of the partner's weaknesses and control them. Once the abuser thinks that they have enough power, they may start to control and manipulate their partner, which can lead to emotional abuse or unhealthy relationship patterns. Early on in a relationship, it is important to trust your gut and know the signs of love bombing. It's great to receive and love you know, the attention, but it's important to keep things in balance and watch out for behaviors that seem too much, you know, like it doesn't feel genuine. Setting healthy limits and getting help from trusted friends or even professionals, if it gets to the point where it's too much, can be helpful when dealing with love bombing. And I'm going to give you some examples of what to look for or what a person often feels when it comes to love bombing. Number one, excessive flattery. And this happens when the love bomber constantly showers their partner with compliments, praising their looks, their intelligence and personality to an exaggerated degree. Number two, there's this rapid escalation. You know, they start off in a relationship and then all of a sudden, like it is deep. So the relationship progresses in an unusually fast pace with declarations of love and commitment early on often before the partner truly knows if they love the other partner. And then it's the constant communication, which is number three. The love bomber bombards their partners with texts, calls, and messages throughout the day, often becoming upset if the partner doesn't respond immediately. And I think this one is the number one red flag because this one is immediate, you know, not picking up the phone when the person calls, not texting back in like a second or two and the person becoming hostile with the non-emergency of responding. Number four, these big grand gestures that they do. The love bomber may, you know, plan extravagant dates, surprise gifts, romantic getaways, just creating an illusion of this perfect relationship. They may overshare on social media. They may brag amongst friends about what they do for you, all to captivate this moment where they appear as this sound and healthy partner who does so much for you. And then the other thing, going into isolation, they may try to isolate the partner from friends and family, convincing them that they are the only ones who truly understand and care for them. That is another red flag. All of the time spent is wanting to be spent with you. Anytime you want to spend time with friends or with family members, they make you feel guilty and say something like, well, I guess I'm no longer important. They manipulate the behavior to make you feel like you're not doing due diligence 
and being a great partner to them. They do stuff like future faking. The Love Bomber talks about future plans together, such as marriage and children, without considering the partner's feelings or the actual feasibility of the plan. So this may happen three months in, y'all are in a relationship and they are talking about marriage and children and how this life is going to be when love hasn't even been established. If you are the person who's been being love bomb, you haven't even established a love. They're taking it way too fast, way too far where it feels like you can't catch up. The other thing is jealousy and possessiveness. They may exhibit jealousy or possessive behavior like constantly monitoring where you go, what you do, who you're with, how long you're gone. And if it's unexplained or they don't understand, they become upset with you and the interactions become very excessive. They become mad um, and they even may mince words that you have not ever heard before coming out of their mouth. Love bombing after conflict. Following disagreements or arguments, the love bomber may use excessive displays of affection to manipulate their partner into forgiving them or doubting their own feelings of frustration. So an example would be getting into an argument maybe about what we just talked about, how long you have been gone with friends or family members and the two of you have gotten into an argument and because of the upset that you feel from the argument, which really wasn't plausible because they got upset about something that you wanted to do, spending time with family and friends, they love on you and hug you and buy you gifts and tell you how much they love and care for you so that the upset turns into what they perceive as loving them back. They'll do things like financial and monetary generosity. They may shower you with expensive gifts or financial support, creating a sense of indebtedness. You know, um, they want you to be indebted to them in some form of dependence. In a conversation, you may mention, oh, I, you know, saw this beautiful bag or, you know, as a man, I saw this nice suit. And so the partner beats you to ensuring that they get that for you because their perception of love is wrapped into gifts to make you love and honor them even more. And then another thing is the over-the-top apology. So when they make mistakes or behave badly, the love bomber may continue to apologize more times than needed. And it's often accompanied by, you know, gestures or promises to change for them to only repeat the cycle of manipulation again. And let's be clear, when it comes to love bombing and people who love bomb, more often than none is some psychological issues that have not been explored. Many of these people who are the love bombers have emotional and interpersonal dynamics. Something that has happened in their life that have caused them to bomb with love 
in the need of feeling love themselves. Now, this can start off as insecurity. They have insecurity within themselves. Lone bombers may have deep-seated insecurities about themselves and their worthiness with love and validation. So they excessively shower their partner with affection and attention, and they seek reassurance and validations of their own self-worth. Number two, the control and manipulation. Love bombers often use manipulation tactics to gain control and power over their partners because they feel that strong need for dominance and control in the relationship means that they can control you. They can control the way that you love them. They can control the establishment of the relationship in the situation. And it gives them a sense of superiority and authority over the victim. More often than not, the love bomber is a narcissist. They have a bit of narcissism. You know, some love bombers have narcissistic traits. They have these tendencies characterized by an inflated sense of self-importance, a lack of empathy, and a constant need for admiration. The love bombing allows them to feed their ego and maintain a sense of superiority over their partner again. It's going to be repeated. Superiority and control is what the love bomber does. Another thing that they suffer from is attachment issues. Love bombers may have insecure attachment styles stemming from childhood experiences of neglect, abandonment, or inconsistent caregiving. They may use love bombing as a way to fulfill their unmet emotional needs and soothe their fear of rejection or abandonment. Idealization. Love bombers often idealize their partners, projecting unrealistic expectations onto them and viewing them as perfect or flawless. And this idealization may stem from a desire to escape their own insecurities or shortcomings by associating themselves with what they perceive as a perfect person. So for an example, that would be, again, if you are the victim or you are on the side of being love bombed, the person who is love bombing you may see you in the light as the most beautiful or handsome creature ever. And in many times, they feel that they are not enough for you. So the love bombing, the things that they do are met with an insecurity to establish control of keeping you. Because in their minds, they feel you are better than them and that you have every opportunity and every reason to leave them because they feel that they have shortcomings within themselves. They also have manipulative patterns. Love bombing may be a learned behavior for some individuals who have witnessed or experienced similar tactics in past relationships. They may have seen it with their partner. They may have seen it with their parents. They may use love bombing as a strategy to gain affection, attention, or control. And they replicate these patterns that they observed or experienced themselves. They have a fear of intimacy. You know, love bombers may struggle with intimacy and vulnerability in relationships. Using love bombing as a way to avoid genuine emotional connection. By bombarding their partner with affection and attention, they create a facade of intimacy while maintaining emotional distance and control. If I can control you with the money, if I can control you with the affection, there's no need to talk. There's no need to go deeper. If I can cover all of these, you won't see 
the lack that I have in myself because the love bombing and the ways that I give, give, give means that maybe you won't see what it is that I am suffering for from. And that is constant across the board. Again, you have to realize that those who love bomb have insecurities within themselves. And so they make up for it by the excessiveness and the things that they do. The biggest thing that I want you to concentrate on is in the process of a relationship with someone, there will become an escalation of abuse. Now that can be physical, that can be mental, that can be in the things that they say. Um, in some cases, love bombing can be a precursor to abusive behaviors, meaning that when you first, ladies, when you first meet this man and he's buying you all these things and he's loving on you and he's texting you constantly, he's gaining control to break you down. And the same thing with men. When you find a woman who is very insecure and her own body, uh, the things that she thinks about herself, she will give, give, give in order to control the relationship and then break you down when she feels that she has you. Because in these components, they feel in the back end that you owe them something. And what happens is, again, manipulation They'll gaslight you and they'll, you know, it can err into physical violence. Love bombers may use excessive affection as a means to gain your trust and dependency before exerting control over you, the partner. Now let's get into the harm um, that it presents in love bombing. Number one, again, there's emotional manipulation. Love bombers use emotional manipulation tactics to gain control over their partners, which can lead to long-term psychological harm. Listen to this. I'm going to repeat this again. Love bombers use emotional manipulation tactics to gain control over their partners, which can lead to long-term psychological harm. You belong to them in no space can be open for you unless they are constantly there. This manipulation can include gaslighting and validating your feelings or your reality. If you are talking to them about the overexertion of their love, they'll guilt trip you into believing that you need to be loved that they're giving you all of the love. They're buying you things. They're doing things for you. Why are you not appreciative? And then they'll also emotionally blackmail you. And again, we'll go back to isolation. You know, love bombers often try to isolate you from your partners and your family and your friends because here's the thing. Gaining control means that family and friends will see that this person is overdoing it, controlling you as a person and to isolate you from those people makes it hard for you to seek support and recognize the manipulation itself. Isolation can increase the victim's dependency on the perpetrator and exasperate the feelings of helplessness and vulnerability. The control, again, they see control in every aspect of their partner's life, from their thoughts and their feelings to their actions and decisions, what they like, you better like, you know, what they want to go see at the movies, you better go see at the movies. You lose control of yourself. You lose control of who you are. You don't even know who you are anymore. And the control becomes increasingly coercive. 
and may extend to even financial control. They begin, you know, by buying you things and lavishing you with things. And then all of a sudden they're telling you, well, you don't need to work. You know, I I provide you with everything. Um, and it may in the beginning sound so great, you know, especially as, you know, women. He has a great job and he's giving, you know, all that he can give. And if you don't recognize that it is a tactic to control you and to keep you stifled in a place that you don't want to be, um, they'll monitor your activities. You know, maybe if you want to buy something for yourself, they'll ask you why. They'll get mad because they're not the one buying it. Or they'll even make you feel like because you're buying something nice for yourself, that means that you're looking elsewhere for someone else. Again, the manipulation and the control of dictating your your actions and making sure that there is no room for you to leave. And we're going to also talk about, again, you know, the escalation of physical violence. Um, and in some cases, love bombing can, can escalate into physical violence, fighting, hitting, slapping, punching. Um, because when the perpetrator loses control over their partner, or when the manipulation tactics no longer work, again, when you see the red flags and you begin to pull back, they may resort to physical violence and abuse to maintain dominance and power because if they can physically harm you, they got you. And if you feel less than, they got you. And there's also this risk of trauma. Um, victims who have been love bombed may experience trauma and as a result of the manipulation and the abuse that they endure, this trauma can manifest in so many ways, including anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress syndrome known as PTSD and difficulty forming relationships in the future. And many of you, I know you're thinking... Well, you know, I'm smart enough to know when someone is love bombing me because of their um, abusive behaviors or maybe things that they won't, that they say or things that they do. But, you know, the reality of it is, and I say this all the time, we always say what we won't do or um, what we won't allow to happen to us. But until you are in that situation, you don't know how you will react. And love bombing can be difficult to recognize for several reasons. Um, number one, there's this initial happiness or euphoria that the person feels an intense affection and attention that is received during the love bombing phase can create, you know, euphoric feelings for women who want the fairy tale type of relationship. They give all of the things that you want and they set you up for failure. You don't know it yet, but they do. And for men who, you know, want women who present themselves as maybe godly women or women who cook or um, take care of themselves. And, it, you know, maybe if you have children or motherly, they say, Set that up to pull you in only to break you down later. And that's why it's challenging for the person who is the victim to see past that because the manipulation becomes so grand that you find yourself in a situation where it's hard to pull back. That desire for love and validation. You know, many people 
they yearn for love, validation and acceptance. We all do in a relationship. These are the factors that we look for for a cohesive and healthy relationship. But a a love bomber, you know, exploits that desire by providing excessive affection and flattery, which can blind the person who is receiving it and not looking at it as manipulative behavior. Oftentimes, they just think, wow, this person is very loving and they don't know how to take that. And many times having these conversations can be difficult because no one wants to offend a person who is set up in love. But when it begins to change in behavior and you see the red flags, normally it's too late. They already, you know, have captured you in their sense of control Um, They normalize their behaviors in the early stages of the relationship. It's very common for partners to express affection and admiration for each other. Again, it's the beginning. We're loving on each other, giving compliments, texting I love yous. We're doing things for each other. And love bombing can initially appear to be natural. It's a part of love making it difficult to distinguish between genuine affection and manipulation. Another reason why it's difficult Uh, to recognize is because the isolation from outside perspectives. Love bombers may attempt to isolate you again from your partners and your, uh, your, I'm sorry, your friends and your family. And it makes it hard to receive input from outside perspectives of people who really love you, who may notice that you're, you know, looking different, your behaviors are different, um, that you're showing up different. And the most interesting thing about it is that if you're very close to family and friends and the isolation begins and it's longer than what is expected of your family and friends, they begin to check on you, texting you, calling you, and the love bomber bomber will intercept these calls and texts, making you feel that you have lost all kinds of control with who you are and even your actions. And the last thing, the reason why it's difficult to recognize this is the fear of losing the relationship. Once the love bombing phase ends and manipulation tactics become more apparent, the recipient may fear losing the relationship and the affection that they initially received. Because one thing about it is our heart and our mind becomes confused at times. Many people will offset some things. They may have toxic traits, but the way that they show up and love me and provide me with gifts and compliment me, because many people compare past relationships with the present one. And so the affection heightens the way that they feel about themselves and the way that they feel about the other person. And so sometimes you can disregard the negative and toxic things that a person does. And you'll take that because you fear to be alone and you fear that you won't get someone like that in a healthy state of being. And that fear, again, leads you to rationalize the manipulative behavior and overlook the warning signs. And it goes to say that many love bombers have very manipulative tactics and ways. Um, Again, it does stem from the insecurities, but it is the control that they want to gain. And so I want to give you some important 
um, information. If you are stuck in a relationship with someone who is love bombing or if you know a friend who is in a situation like this or just some helpful tips. You know, if you get into a relationship and you suspect that the person has love bombing nature, number one, the most important thing, listen, we are all capable of listening to ourselves. If it don't feel right, baby, it's not right. Trust your instincts. If something feels off or too good to be true in the relationship, believe what it is that you feel. Pay attention to any feelings or discomfort, unease or doubt that may arise and do not dismiss them. The earlier that you see the signs, the easier it is to come out of it. Number two, set your boundaries. Clearly communicate your boundaries and expectations in your relationships. And you have to be assertive in expressing what you are comfortable with and what behavior is not acceptable to you. Because one thing about it in the beginning, once you say and state what it is that you don't like or uh, what you don't need, a manipulator will pillow back. They'll recognize that you are so strong that they can't break you. And so it is so essential to look for the red flags immediately. Number three, take things slow. If you feel that the relationship is moving way too fast for you, consider slowing slowing things down uh, in the means of having a conversation or just having space. If the person is constantly texting and calling you, express that to that person let them know that you are not used to that type of behavior and in a sense it scares you and makes you apprehensive and you'll either have a person who flees from you or they'll turn up that love bombing and then you have a decision to make whether you want to continue to believe in this person or whether you want to pull back if it gets to the point where it's too much and you find that the love bombing now has, you know, going into the abusive phase physically or emotionally, please seek support from someone that you trust, whether that is a family member or a friend and tell them what it is that you are experiencing. Their feedback can save you. Their perspective can assist you. They'll be the strength that you need to move away from the situation. Do not allow yourself to be isolated. Always stay connected and maintain your connections with your friends and your family outside of the relationship because those are the people who are going to be there for you and they're going to ensure that your safety is number one and it comes first. Also, when you see this, confront the behavior. If you feel it and you see it, let them know that what they're doing is love bombing and address it directly with them, expressing your concerns and your observations calmly and assertively. Listen, one thing about a manipulative person is that if you come to them with anger, they'll come back with anger. And then the manipulation tactics of love bombing will reset and start to do its thing. Make sure that you're calling them out on what they're doing. And again, listen, in every essence in the space of where you are, ensure that you are taking control of yourself and that relationship so that you're not pulled under. 
And the last two things, consider ending the relationship. Any relationship that is based on dominance and control is not for you because the dominance and control won't cease just because you wish it to be. If the love bomber behavior continues despite your attempts to address it or if you feel unsafe or uncomfortable in the relationship, please consider ending the relationship. When it ends, they have nothing else to feed off of. Remember that your emotional well-being and safety will always be your top priority. And baby, when you leave that situation, this is what I want you to do. I want you to employ self-care. Focus on you. Because even if it was a short period of time or a long period of time, the emotional damage and the psychological effects from a love bombing situation can really put you in a space where you question yourself, you question your behaviors, you question if you are strong enough, like you have to reset and refocus, take care of yourself emotionally, mentally, and physically, and engage in activities that bring you joy, relaxation, get back with friends and family, do the things that you've always done and wanted to do pre-meeting this person. I also think it's important to note that if you are one who has recognized that in these signs that you have been a love bomber um, in past situations or that maybe your behaviors are borderline love bombing, I want you to start asking yourself this question. Why are you going so hard to control someone so bad? There is a deficit that you have within you and you need to go deep because what happens is that the cut will bleed on someone else and you will cause more chaos than you will assist and help. And love bombing doesn't do much for you or the other person. If you are the love bomber, you become a monster. And the person becomes afraid of you and the notion and the essence of what you speak or see as love. I hope this episode was educational for you, informative, and gave you some insights on some things that happens on an everyday occurrence with different people. I hope that you employ some form of boundary and self-love and self-care before you get into situations that you can't get yourself out of, right? Not immediately. Like you can get yourself out of it, but the immediate of getting out of something. Trust yourself. Trust your gut. Trust the instincts. We all have this thing in our minds, our hearts, our bodies. It speaks to us and it tells us something is not right. The best thing for you to do is equip yourself with knowledge. Equip yourself with self-love boundaries and also surround yourself with good people who only want the best for you and who will pull for you when it feels like you are sinking okay so that was the episode on love bombing i hope that it helped every single one of you out you may not be in that situation you may have been in the past or there may be a friend of yours that may be in a relationship that appears to be love bombing pass that information to them you know give them the episode and y'all let's learn let's be equipped let's take control of our lives and let us not allow ourselves 
to go into a deep emotional, mental, and physical hole. Okay? All right. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.